What's up, Bold Ones? Welcome back to the Cold Ones and Bold Ones podcast. We have all three hosts live on the mic. We've got Ryan Styers and myself. We've got a great episode for you guys planned today. It is almost the end of March Madness. Uh, we are down to the final four, and I got to say, it's about the bluest of bloods we may have ever seen in the final four. It's a very At least in a long time. I think it's kind of a boring Final Four because outside the Coach K, he sold his soul to the devil, like the Blue Devil. He sold his soul to the Blue Devil this <laughs> offseason to make sure he wins this. And I'm also convinced the NCAA is somehow working behind the scenes. They happily work. obliged in oh, that yeah. deal. Oh, 100%. Coach K has somehow found a way and made a deal to ride off into the sunset so he can have his Disney lifetime story on ESPN 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. Um. My only thought is this is uh, Christian's wet dream of a Final Four because he only acknowledges Blue Bloods and anything we're talking about. And that a Cinderella run is, like, it's nice in theory, but in actuality, he couldn't give two shits about. I don't say that's accurate, but, I mean, I love the St. Peter's Peacocks run. I mean, I think we all did seeing a 15 seed go to the Elite Eight. That's never happened before, so we all this tournament Doug. has been... Very crazy. You know, we love Doug for sure. This is a very Doug-friendly podcast. Pro-Doug, if you will. Yeah, very pro-Doug. Yeah, it's definitely been a great tournament. All of our brackets are very busted at this point. I haven't even checked the standings in our group. I know I'm not doing well. Um, I think the meme bracket has officially won, which is probably the best thing that could have happened. Uh, for listeners at home, of course, Codals and Bold Ones had its own little contest amongst our friends. Uh, and Styers was the GM, manager, commissioner, whatever you want to call him. And basically, there was some infighting amongst the group because he did a seed bonus based upon the difference in rank. Um, one guy said, fuck it. This is a horrible scoring system. All upsets. Mm-hmm. And he has won the bracket. So there's um, some turmoil amongst whether or not the commissioner will be invited back mm-hmm. for to renew his contract next season. If only somebody could have warned against that at the beginning. See, my point is that in being such an app, a jackass, Walker's bracket being ended up being the most right, so therefore I stand by it. And no, I will not be changing the scoring format. Mm-hmm. I may be doing a little tinkering with it, but I like the general outline of it. I mean, upsets I are what makes March March. I, like, I I'm not going to change that. I hate to say this. Because it makes me feel dirty inside. But when Christian recommended half point for the C difference instead of one whole point, looking back on it, that actually makes a lot of sense. I, yeah. I hand up. I'm admitting that Christian was right. As you guys know, it's yeah. hardly ever do. But maybe a quarter <laughs> point to a half point. No, fuck it. No, not a half point. I say a point four five point would have been perfect. So you don't want to give me full credit there. Don't but... give me full credit. I'll give you forty. I'll give you, I'll give you ninety-five percent credit. <laughs> yeah, like literally all Walker did to win was he just picked a bunch of upsets. So he just picked all the lower seeds. You and know just beat what? The system. Um, the St. Peter's came in handy for him big time. Uh, shout out to Walker. Um, because while we were at his bachelor party, I was talking to his brother because he, Walker is informing his brother about how I set up this bracket. And Ryan knows about this. But no one else knows about this little kicker I threw in. Oh, God. He's going to reveal mm. his evil plan now. My my evil plan 
is that I changed the scoring format. So if you get the national champion correct, that's 50 points. So Gage, if Kansas wins, Gage is one basically. But I haven't told anybody because I know, <laughs> like, one, you would complain, Christian. But I, I don't like really you, care about that one. <laughs> I, I feel like you can enjoy the chaos aspect yeah. of that. But I know Gage. You can't really throw, beat the system with that one. Yeah. I know Gage would throw a hissy fit. And I really want to see what he says about it because it's going to be very entertaining for me. No, we'll find out. I think if one if Gage actually listened to this podcast, he'd be shook right now. Um, but I expect, <laughs> but I expect nothing of that sort to happen. So we'll just find out what happens. I look forward to it. Of course, um, we do have a running fantasy football league that goes alongside this uh, with some minor rewards to the winner. I will say minor as commissioner of the fantasy football league. Very minor victory spoils. Nothing crazy. <laughs> <laughs> No major upset points. No, because, I mean, like, if we make it too, or if we give the winner of this bracket too much, uh, then, like, it really, like, above all else, like, uh, protect the integrity of the Fantasy Football League. And so, like, we can't reward the, this too too much. So, I, I agree with Ryan on this. Mm-hmm. No, but, I think it's fair. Yeah, but I think that's enough about our stuff. Let's get into stuff that people actually care about, actual sports, not fantasy sports or fantasy brackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I think that I'll kick the ball or roll the ball, give the foul ball that I caught in the backfield uh, to Styers because baseball has actually been entertaining. It amazes me. Maybe it's just the call. Like When it comes to baseball, everyone knows I'm avid anti-baseball. I think it's a boring sport. But as always, college baseball to me is just more interesting, more enjoyable than the overall cash money grab of Major League Baseball. So, Styers, please tell us how baseball, especially in the state of Texas, or I guess the state of Texas Tech, is back. So, in general, why I prefer college sports over professional sports is it's the it's the unrefined aspect of it it's the what the fuck did i just watched uh aspect of college sports that we can all enjoy and don't get me wrong like professional sports it's amazing but sometimes it just like i feel like this way especially with the nba it's just like oh that's going in oh that's going in oh that's going in and it's just like I, I enjoy a break here and there. I, I really do. Now, don't get me wrong. Watching that Villanova U of H game, it was like clawing my eyes out. I really <laughs> wish I did not watch that game. Um, but why um, college baseball and just college sports in general, it's gen- the genuine hate between your rival. You don't get that in professional sports. Except like, Boston versus New York, you do get that there, but it's not the general hate you receive yeah. from like college rivalries. No. Uh, but so in this case, um, you have Texas, who's highly touted because it's early in the season and they haven't fallen on their face yet, and they're coming in 
number four in the country. And this is the first series and conference play for college baseball. And they come in and we take two out of three. And it's not just the fact that we take two out of three. It's that our two wins were in extras. It's the fact that how we won in extras. Kurt Wilson, both days, walk it off. And it's some of the most epic fashions I have ever seen. When have you ever seen a walk-off <laughs> steal of home? Never. 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 That shit's <laughs> wild. Yeah. And then, Kurt Wilson's already a legend. Already a legend. Build a goddamn statue. Um, and then, to top it off, less than 24 hours later, the motherfucker hits a grand slam. To walk it off. To walk it off. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Even I'll hand up. I'll admit, pretty cool. No, they so need to like, expand the law. They do need to expand the seating in the law. Not just the obvious uh, throw up to bleacher sections during the regional slash super regional just so they can get more tickets. But they, they really do need to expand the law. We need like an SEC type ballpark because we Definitely. can fill that shit up. Totally. And they will too. Yeah. Um, hot take, guys. These last like 10 years of tech baseball, we are now like an upper echelon, like bordering blue blind or blue blood line uh, baseball program. No, we always land the top recruiting class pretty much every year. We're top four or five every year. Yeah, we've gone to like seven of like the last five or five of the last seven college world series. Like that, that's Vandy level shit. Yeah, no, it's easy to be a Texas Tech baseball fan right now, even for me. Um, probably one of my best memories in college was those days where I'd skip class, the engineering key, um, to go watch a baseball game where, like, barely anyone was there because it was, like, a Thursday game mm-hmm. and just blowing off the freaking doors of, like, Montana State or some bullshit. <laughs> Fucking great. Loved every yeah. second of it. Then you go to yeah. Chimmies afterwards. Oh. Yeah, I love getting the yell at then- Cody Clemens, Roger Clemens' son, when he was playing for UT. To ask him where his daddy's steroids are and everything. God damn it, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Just god damn it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, do y'all want to roll through uh, your cold ones of the week? Yeah, I got a cold one, but it looks like Christian is looking at his bottle right now, deciding whether or not he wants to go first. So do, you got it for us, Christian? I got it. So for Christmas, my mom – made me part of like this craft beer membership club thing where I That's get like mom. one shipment per month for just like three months. And the shipment came in, it's called Ellie Cotville Brewing Company. It's in upstate New York. So Styers would pretend to love it. Oh, oh shots <laughs> fired. Damn. <laughs> Bill's fan Styers. But anyways, I'm drinking a blood orange Hefeweizen. Wow. So, yeah, there's not really a name to it. It's just blood orange. It's pretty good. So, Sorry, I root for yeah. the only New York team. <laughs> God, God I've always been a good fan about it, though. I mean, a strong fan. A fan that circles the wagon. <laughs> uh, well, I guess my cold one is going to be not just an exact type of beer or alcohol. It's going to be everything under the moon regarding that style of alcohol. And that is moonshine, my fellows. Um, 
I went to <laughs> Hot Springs. I went to Hot Springs, Arkansas this past weekend. I uh, went to Crystal Ridge Distillery, which is a local moonshine distillery there. Had a moonshine tasting. Had roughly, all things said, maybe four shots total of moonshine, but I got little thimble prayer Baptist cups of moonshine each for each type. We're talking apple pie. We're talking peanut butter. We're talking salted caramel. We're talking espresso. We're talking grape. We're talking honey lemonade. We're talking fireball, or sorry, cinnamon. Um <laughs> That's how much cinnamon and fireball are to me. They're the exact same thing. Um, but basically it came down to both myself and my father-in-law or future father-in-law buying a total of eight bottles of moonshine after this tasting. We cleared the place out. And the, even better, they have what they call creamsicle vodka sodas, which is their own in-house. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it, yeah this is, gets better. gets better. Um, their own in-house vodka sodas that they brew from their own vodka. They're also a vodka distillery because moonshine and vodka apparently very similar to make. Um, and it tastes exactly like a creamsicle. So those will also be at my wedding. So basically, if you're ready to get hammered, then RSVP to my wedding. Because it's going to be incredible. Yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ev- everyone's in trouble. Everyone's That's in trouble. Stars. We're talking like we're, we're having beers, we're having wine, we're having the moonshine mm-hmm. alcohol. Or, and I don't know if there's any other types of alcohol besides moonshine, but it's going to be lit. You're going to, it's going to be a good time across the board. So my entire cold one is moonshine because I'm excited. If you're ever in hot springs, hit Crystal Ridge Distillery and just have a good time. Uh, as your best man, I have to say you're not getting moonshine until after your first dance. I don't think I'm going to really have time to drink because from my understanding with weddings, everyone's going to be wanting to shake my hand and tell me congratulations. Yep. So if I have time for like two dances and one drink and to eat like maybe a pork slider, I'll be happy. Oh, see, that's my other job. Or actually, I may pawn this job off on Josh. We'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's literally run interference for you and make it enough, long enough to eat. <laughs> or at yep. least make sure while y'all are uh, shaking people's hands, grab a plate for y'all. Yeah, be appreciated. So what, what's your got cold you, one, Styers? Got you, homie. Did you see got you, homo? <laughs> that's a racial, no, that's homo. a sexual <laughs> slur. That's definitely not what I said. I don't know that's, what you're talking about. You, you know, um, oh my so my cold one of the week. Um, so this weekend, uh, Christian and I made a trip down to Surfside Beach, Galveston adjacent. Uh, some would say the better beach. Um Actually, it's uh, 100% the better beach than Galveston. It is. Um, we we went it's down to Galveston. Beat, yeah, it really isn't. We went down. We went down with a group of friends. Had a great time. Um, on our way down, we picked up a pack of White Claws and in this flavor pack, flavor pack number three. For those wondering, there's the black cherry flavor, Ooh. and my God, it fucking slaps like it is by far and away the best white claw like yeah, I, I think you meant to say blackberry with the blackberry cat oh well that's that's how much of an impression it left on him yeah well that's embarrassing <laughs> um but no christian black is cherry's right. good too black cherry's yeah. black cherry's good but blackberry yeah it's the next level i agree it is really next level. So that is my cool one. 
Well, that sounds good. I want to say it's as good as moonshine. No. Uh, but I think, I mean, if you're not man enough to have some moonshine to put some hair on your chest, I guess a white claw will get the job done for you. Well, judging by your text, we can tell you we're having a good time. <laughs> the text, the Snapchats, it was a good time. I didn't have to drive anywhere, so I was just, I was like, fill it up. Fill me up, man. <laughs> and he, he was the little, oh, he's a nice guy. The, the nice guy who had the bottles mm-hmm. of moonshine was more than willing to fill me up to the brim as much as he could give me legally. So it was great. <laughs> but you know what was not great? Um, watching March Madness when you have a bracket because it gets busted within 30 seconds. Uh, I think as far as compared to other people, my bracket lasted a little bit longer. But looking back at some of the people, I said, hey, trust me, they're going to go far. They're a, a <laughs> spicy underdog. Uh, they have a witch that works for them. Um, wasn't right. Wasn't wasn't um, right. If it makes you feel any better, I believe in the first the first four games that were played, I went one and three. So like right off the bat, like I went in, I went down in flames. Not to mention my final four pick, Iowa. <laughs> Whoops. Was yeah, um, like I'm... the first up major upset of the entire fucking tournament. Let me read a text to you real quick, a text chain between us. <sighs> Trust me, dude, no matter what, fade the Big Ten. This is Andrew, by the way. Me, you say that every year. Andrew, I mean it this year. We're not picking anyone in the Big Ten. They always are a fade. Me, yeah, sure, LOL. And then you put Iowa in your final four. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the Big Ten. They're that like they're that person you just can't quit or quite get mm-hmm. rid of that you so want to get rid of desperately, but here you are, just keep coming back. I, I, I don't know what it was, but yeah, fuck Iowa. I, I really that that's on yeah. me. Michigan did decently though. I mean, Michigan was good for them, but I think a lot of things coming in. I think the Big Ten had what six or maybe was the Big Ten have like six or seven bids, and everyone was saying yeah. the Big Ten's great. That's why oh OU didn't get in because the Big Ten's better. Yeah, no, um, Big Twelve is A and M didn't get in because the Big Ten was better. Um, I'm Dayton didn't get in because the Big Ten was better. I I just find that hard to believe now, looking back. Looking back, it's hard to believe the Big Ten supposedly was this powerhouse. I know that's easy to say as like a Sunday, a Sunday or what well, a Monday quarterback, as they call it. Yeah, Monday morning uh, quarterback. As yeah. a as a two weekend analyst, it's really easy to say that the Big Ten was sucks. Um, but I think across the board, probably out and I'll start this by saying my biggest disappointment, I think, from all the people I picked. Um, one thing I want to say is fuck St. Peter's. <laughs> Fuck them, because they stole my Iowa State being everyone's Cinderella storyline. Iowa State was poised to be the Cinderella this year. They had everything going for them. They were winning games. They were, they were just dogs. And then freaking Doug, freaking <laughs> Doug comes out ass mustache with his sweet oh, yeah. ass salty mustache that from like a middle that he stole from a middle school bully comes out. And steals my storyline from Iowa State. But of course, yeah. my biggest disappointment has to be Lola Chicago. Um, I mm-hmm. bet on a witch, and the witch failed me. 
That's normally yeah, no how it's just G magic. Witches will let you down whenever you need the most. <laughs> yeah. I actually had the most correct picks in our bracket group with 35. So I didn't do terribly. I still Dude, did pretty like terrible. I, but. I haven't checked this shit in like two weeks. Let me let me find this. Because I, my bracket went to such ass. Oh my god, I'm in ninth place? <laughs> what you're the? In, <laughs> I believe the proper term is you're in last place. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm in seventh. God damn it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Karma. And I don't think you picked any of the final four correctly either. No, no, I don't believe I did. Let me check. I only got one of the teams in there. Kansas is the only one I picked that actually made it. Yeah, Mr. Chalk. Now, I did say North Carolina, though, was my sleeper team. Yeah, that looks, looking of, back, that is a good East. job. Yeah, good job there, man. Yeah, so I'm pretty happy with that one. This is unbelievable. Yeah. God damn it. And then Kansas, that wasn't really a tough prediction. It's like, oh, number one seed Kansas is going to make the final four. It's not a hot take there. Yeah. Um, Ryan's pick of Baylor also kind of let him down. I don't know what I expected yeah. from the – I mean, I should have known better. Like, should have known better. That's what I get for trusting Baylor. Um, that's really all I'm going to say. Fair enough. You got me there. But one um, team that let everyone down, everyone in the nation, Virginia Tech. They let oh, everyone yeah. down. They let down the state of Texas. They let down the state of Oklahoma. They let down the state of Nebraska. Everyone who hates Texas, your UT, was let down by Virginia Tech. Yeah, they still went out in the round of 32, though especially coming into the season as a top three team preseason ranked. They were top three. I thought they were top five. I think they came in what? Number two, right? Or was it number three no, or four? No, they were like three or four or five or something like that. I can't remember. This, yeah, they this were season, top five at least. Oh my God. I forgot yeah. how, I forgot how much like Chris Beard height there was from the university yeah. of Texas. Yeah. Um, the, I will say like, by far and away, my best pick, and there's not many, was me choosing New Mexico State. I yeah, will that take that one. That I will take my. I will take that pick to my death, saying, and put it on my on my uh, headstone. I was right about New Mexico State mm. that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not loving father, not generous husband, nope. not kind man. I was right when I was 26. I was right about New Mexico State, March Madness. You can put loving father, loving husband under that, but I'm just like right about New Mexico State in 2022 uh, tournament. God. <laughs> yeah, I guess Walker did have St. Peter's in the Elite Eight in our bracket. Which is why he's winning. I hope Kansas wins just so Gage can get it, because that'd be hilarious. 
Didn't he yeah. promise you something if he wins? Yeah, I think he said as a wedding gift he was going to grant me the extra level on Smash Bros. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm trying to throw the Smash Bros. competition this year because I want a late round pick. Uh, so I can oh, keep, yeah. Because so you, uh, you mortgaged your soul for Christian McCaffrey last year. Yeah, so, okay. So if I get to, to people to understand, we're starting to get pretty serious here in fantasy football. Like, we're talking like NBA style trades. Um, um so tr- no, 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 no step in, though. Uh, walk that back. You got serious about <laughs> fantasy and made an NBA style trade. So, basically, what happened was I ended up trading away a future conditional pick, the best of the two picks, to a fellow member in the league. So, if I have a very high pick this year, I lose that pick to her. So I need to have a bad pick so I can keep my pick and keep Christian McCaffrey and the later pick so I can be better off. And then have a get that come around, get maybe a Stefan Diggs in round two and build for the future. I've been thinking about this for a while now. Like I'm really working this out. Like there's like ugh. like mainly do I want Stefan Diggs? No. But is it more of a fuck Andrew? He shouldn't get Stefan Diggs after taking Cooper Cup from me? Yes, it is. <laughs> that's fair i can't blame you on that like like that's that's really what it comes down to is it's more of a fuck andrew moment i'm gonna have a very spiteful draft this upcoming year I'm gonna fucking take a kicker that like yeah. whatever player i think he wants i hope i'm right before andrew every single fucking pick take von miller as defensive player <laughs> I just did that for one pick, and you're going to do it for the entire draft this year. Welcome to fucking spite, man. Welcome to spite. Take the Bills rookie running back, whoever they draft in later in the first round. Just come, oh, Welcome God. to spite. Uh, well, but, of course, getting back are. to March Madness and getting back to it, I think we had to talk about it's already been alluded to by Styers. That being the, what the chalkiest, the bluest, I mean, really the, one of the bluest of the blue blood, uh, blue across the board, uh, final four. How are we feeling about these two matchups? Of course, having UNC versus Duke, I want to say, and then having Villanova yeah. versus Kansas. This is, I mean, outside, you know, UNC being a later pick. If you told anyone outside who doesn't understand basketball or hasn't been watching basketball until until recently, you told them, "Oh, the Final Four is these four teams." Like, oh, that makes sense. Jack, those are the best four teams in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as the media is concerned, there's only one Final Four game. Uh, Kansas yeah. and Villanova can go fuck themselves. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, being honest, I kind of agree. Like, I yeah. like it's it's cool. It's um, much cooler. It'll probably be a good game, but no, like I, I say that I say that tongue in cheek because I could not care less about UNC Duke three. I genuinely could not. What? I, I, no. What? Come on! How do no. you not? You're, this is like you being like, yeah. you know what? I, the Revenge of the Sith I didn't get it. Like I got the first two. I watched the first two. They were fun, but like the third one, like. Like at that point, like I get it. You have lightsabers. You're cool. You've used the force. No. You're kind of swinging them around. Oh, fuck, fuck you. I love Revenge of the Sith. Revenge yeah. of the Sith is an awesome movie. Because the third one is always the best one. Out of the trilogy, the third one is always the best. This is 
literally the Coach K trilogy. This is Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan Kenobi for the third time. Pick sides for who you think's who. I mean, Duke thinks they're Obi-Wan. No, I think Duke knows they're Darth Vader. Duke is Darth Vader this year. They no, are just, they are. Duke, I mean, this... Duke will do the mental gymnastics to tell themselves that they're Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, no, honestly, like, I, I'm such a Duke hater. Like, genuinely, I, I just do not like them. They're so full of themselves. Um, they're, they're basically what Texas would be if Texas could win. Um, <laughs> but I mean, genuinely, like it, Coach K is so full of himself. Like he dropped the uh, oh, this will be my final year. Please don't do anything for me in June. Like what? Like this man wanted the red carpet uh, rolled out for him. Like he's such an ego man- maniac. Like I, I'm so fucking over him. <laughs> Like, I, to me, like, what would have been perfect, and not just as a tech homer, is if tech would have beat them, because then Tuke's tourney run would have been considered as a failure. Like, even if UNC yeah. beats them, making a Final Four is a win for K. It, it is. And that's not what I wanted. I wanted him to fall flat on his face for his final tournament, because that would have been the best. Like, Salty K is hilarious to watch, and now we don't get it. I don't know. If they lose close to their biggest rival, and this is the biggest rivalry in the sport, I, I think it's pretty much undisputed. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Uh, if they have a close loss, a heartbreaker to UNC in his very final game, I guarantee you there is no – they would rather have a heartbreaker loss to every other team in the country than that powder blue team just eight miles down the road from where they call home. So it's definitely a huge matchup. Like I said, biggest rivalry in the sport. You're meeting in the final four to go to the title game. I mean, it's, it's huge. I mean, both these games are huge, obviously. They're the semifinal game. They're always going to be big no matter what year, no matter who's playing. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a cool matchup. Like him or not, Coach K is the most storied coach in the sports history. He is the most accomplished. He's the most got the most wins. I mean, like, he's the most accomplished, but, like, he's the biggest egomaniac. Like, he he likes to – because, like, if he wins, like, he will basically say, I am John Wooden, or I am better than John Wooden, which he's not. He's not. got an argument, though, but I would say out no, of any he, anybody like, alive in the game of basketball, name somebody who's more respected than him, other than maybe Michael Jordan. LeBron James. I mean, <laughs> Not like, even close. No. Okay, yeah, I mean, oof. hard crowd, man. Is this thing on? Two, 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 two. You can tell <laughs> Styers is fired up because Styers is just getting kind of like – He's yeah. weaving back and forth. You can tell the hate he has for Coach yeah. K is so sincere and so yeah. real that I'm now a Duke fan. Yeah, like, like, Duke, I'm, you're, I'm, you're absolutely right. Though. I mean, they're very easy to hate. Like, they're all about prestige. They always have some hateable star. It's um, always some like hateable JJ Reddick's, Leitner, yeah, Grayson Allen. 
and they're always beating your favorite team. So it's like, yeah, they're they're easy to hate, and we yeah. all get it. But you also have to appreciate what they have done, and, and also what like Coach K has done. More than anything, like I'm upset about that tech game, and like it's not even anything I can be upset about. And that's the most frustrating yeah. part about it is that like, how the fuck are we supposed to win whenever they don't miss yeah. for eight and a half or for eight minutes? Like the fuck. Like obviously, we all would have wanted to retire Coach K. Yeah. And have Tech continue on in the tournament. I, I, everybody would have wanted that, but this is what we don't have. So. But yeah, genuinely, like yeah. You, you, I'm. Thank you, Ryan, for at least saying that you can tell my hate is genuine and not. <laughs> no, I mean it really is. It really is. But that just drives me to be more and more a Duke fan. I hate you so much. <laughs> if Duke, I'm, I'm rooting for Duke. No, we know how this works, of course. I'll be, I'm going to jump on the Duke bandwagon, and they're about to lose this game to UNC. It's just how it works with me. Um, so you know, I'm going to do the, fa- I'm going to do the favor, favor, Andrew <laughs> or Styers. Mm. I am now a Duke fan. <laughs> for the next yeah. week and a half, I'll be rooting for the Blue Devils to win it all. Like I, I go I, for I, the other blue blood. I bleed blue right now. That's how severe. <laughs> how big a fan i am for all four of these teams i bleed blue there's a lot of blue blood here but yeah i'm, I'm all in on the jayhawk train and Ryan, gotta go I for the big 12. i think you mean you're just gonna be a duke fan for the next four days because you're not getting past he'll retweet every like coach k farewell yeah i'm about to just like, become go out on <laughs> jokes on you i'm in charge i'm in charge of the cold bold, cold ones bold ones twitter handle i can easily make this a coach k heavy podcast or how coach k heavy twitter oh that'd be something i'll, I'll write a person i'll dm and be like hey just so you know like you really inspired the podcast across the board <laughs> like we have a friend we have, we have a host on here named styers who's a little afraid a little shy but he's a huge fan he says you inspired him <laughs> to play the game of basketball <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I, I just want uh, you know what if anything like if you can get just give me a what's your major or just shut up like a genuine shut up <laughs> then i'll be happy i'll do what i can do i'll try my best now I become my life's goal but no okay so out of this final four who do we see winning it all i think christian has kind of alluded to yeah. kansas winning it all they're too good man um uh, so I would have liked Villanova, but one of their key rotation players tore his Achilles, and they oh, only yeah. had like a six-man rotation. So I don't Yikes. like Nova. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go with Christian on this. I, I like Kansas, man. Yeah, Remy Martin's finally looking healthy, and Remy He's Martin so is a Remy Martin's a sandbagging son of a bitch. Yeah. And that's Maybe. already on top of Abaji, who's going to win Player of the Year, and then McCormick, who's white hot right now. Yeah, dude, that second half against Miami, like Jesus Christ, I've never seen a team look so dominant. Yeah, it was scary. Like, so I texted, I think Gage or you guys, and I was like, "Oh wow, look at Miami, they're looking a little saucy." And then, like, mm-hmm. within five minutes of the second half, I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> Yeah, but Duke is also very hot right now. I do think they get their rival back for that last game in Cameron Indoor. I think yeah. they get their revenge. When I have to say who I'm going to pick, I have to say one thing. Who has a better story than Coach K the Broken? 
<laughs> Thank you for your sigh. That sigh means everything to me. I think Duke's going to win it all. I think right now they have too much going for them. They're playing possessed. They're playing on another level. They got some of that Coach K magic, and I do think he mm-hmm. rides off into the sunset. Or does he? I think he wins it all, and then he comes back <laughs> for a second farewell tour. Just a fuck with tires. That's like, oh. like barely walk anymore. I think he's oh. done. Oh no! Like I would definitely put it. I wouldn't put it past Coach K. Like if they win it all, for him to just go up to John Shire and be like, "On second thought, I'm coming back." Like that's the ultimate Coach K move. Yeah, it'd be the ultimate, ultimate Coach K move. Everyone sees it coming. Like wins it all and then comes back and then like gets hurt, pretends to get hurt during their round of 32 when they get bounced by, like, friggin' Baylor or something next year. Yeah, it would be like Phil Jackson sitting on that custom chair because he can't stand up anymore. Wheelchair. He has his he, wheelchair where he scooter scoots all the way around. <laughs> but, no, yeah, so we have Kansas, Kansas, Duke. Of course, we'll see what's going to happen. Um, this podcast has been known for jinxing pretty hard. So it's two-thirds Kansas. So they had a good run. Uh, they had a good run. The biggest jinx is the one-third. So Okay, you're not wrong there. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Okay, so I think we've got enough Final Four talk in. Now... <clears throat> I, I think this is a little overplayed by now, but uh, some some people on this podcast want to at least mention it. And what I'm, we're talking about is the slap hard round rule. Yeah, round how can we not talk about this? Because everyone's it's talking about by, yeah. because it's beaten like a dead horse. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. give give, give it's Twitter thir- give Twitter 36 hours and they'll kill anything. Uh, but, I think yeah, this uh, meme is gonna live on. They didn't kill I mean, mom. Um, no, don't get me wrong. Like, there have been some absolutely fire main templates that have come out. And for that, I'm grateful. I truly am. But, like, all the discourse about it's just, like, the people up in arms saying, like, oh, like, Chris Rock should file charges. No. What? Like, what are you even talking about? Chris Rock has handled everything about this pretty much perfectly. Yeah. Seriously. Great publicity for him. Now, if it was a punch. Oh, yeah. He filed charges. Oh, yeah. But a, an open sure. hand slap, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and he man. played a joke all, out of it right after. So, I don't know. If Will Smith slapped me, I would have, like, fallen to the floor and pretend he broke my neck. Well, that's because Will yeah. Smith, like, we could sue Will Smith to hell. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Rock's good on money. I'm, so, yeah, honestly, I like. I think the underrated part of this is that apparently Chris Rock had been bombing before, and so he took that cheap joke at Jada, and it didn't land. That's all. It landed. It landed. Yeah. Will Smith was actually laughing at it before he. Yeah, he was. Why upset about it? (laughs) He's like, okay, I'm gonna make a scene now. Yeah. No. So, I don't know, like, yeah. on, honestly, dude, like, it's stand-up comedy, like, yeah, sometimes, like, you'll cross the line, and you know what? I think that's an added thing, like, if you have to, if you have to worry about someone in the crowd uh, going up again and slapping you, like, I think that should be a more common thing. I think it's yeah. an interesting dynamic. No, I loved every part of it, like... 
I thought the joke was funny. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, it was a little offensive, but, you know, it's Chris Rock. He's a comedian. It's what he does. That's why he was brought onto the show to do stuff like that. They didn't bring him up there to just read off an award. Like, he was up there to rattle off jokes, and that's what he's going to do. And then, obviously, Will Smith going up there and slapping somebody on the face on live television and then screaming at him obviously makes for some very entertaining TV. Yeah, see, like, I maintain, I, I genuinely maintain that Will went up there to punch Chris Rock. Everything about how he walked up, everything yep. about how he wound up, and then literally right as he started, he was just like, fuck, I better not, and then just slapped him, which open hand sla slapping someone by far, by far more disrespectful. Oh, 100%. Definitely not respectful at all. Props to Chris Rock for just laughing it off and then not retaliating. It was super awkward there for a second after Will Smith yelled at him to keep his wife's name out of his effing mouth twice. He didn't know what to say afterwards. And see, like, really that's how you, him, but... Yeah, no, that's how you could tell, like, this was a genuine thing. And that's why all the people yeah. were saying, like, this was a stage, and, like, they're full of shit. Chris Rock didn't know how to act because, yeah. like, he was so caught off guard. Like, what, like, what it's not, like, how's this so hard to grasp, people? Yeah, like Chris Rock is a seasoned pro, and he gets up there and he says, we're about to give out a documentary. I mean, we're about to give out an award. Like, like this guy is a pro at doing stuff like this. Like, this is why he gets asked to do stuff like this all the time, because he's very good at it. And when yeah. you got someone like that speechless, that's something. Exactly. But, so. But yeah, the memes that have come from this, the content, everything i honestly wouldn't have even known the oscars happened if it wasn't for this i mean so, i've seen like a couple tweets here and there yeah. that the oscars were on but genuinely like it still doesn't do anything for me like i'm not gonna yeah. go back and watch any more of it no we saw the i best couldn't part. tell you a thing that happened you can't <laughs> no, nobody's talking about any of the awards that were won it's just all about that, that moment now there's probably a better chance i'll watch the oscars next year probably still won't but I think the ratings are going to be a lot better than they normally are after this. They should just so have want to fights. see people get slapped. Yeah, let's have fights halfway through the Oscars. Like, yeah. at, when it like get to two finalists, yeah, it's a fight to the death. Put the trophy in the, the middle. <laughs> you get whoever you get makes the, out of the door with the trophy wins. You get both the trophy and all their net income if you win the fight. Like you know, the Joker like gets a pull cue yeah. and breaks it. Yeah. Like having tryouts. <laughs> like only two break, spots. Break the Oscar in half and be like, we're having tryouts. Be immediately better. That's exactly what I was thinking of. That would be like a Hunger Games Oscars, basically. Oh, people would do it, too. Like, they'd do it. Dude, people are crazy for that shit. Like, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, no. So I mean, like, do y'all have any more thoughts on that, or uh, just that I'm glad that it happened? I mean, I just some great A content. I think just that A content. I'm a little worried about the how this is going to affect future things because now, I mean, unless Will Smith gets kind of punished, 
it becomes known like, oh, hey, I can just smack people in the face if they don't like what they say. It's a very dangerous thing to know. Um, maybe it'll be better. But I think society will have maybe a minor shift as people try to emulate the Will Smith moment. Um, I think, I think honestly, my takeaway, for, or like some people's takeaway from this, is that people will feel more empowered that if you disrespect my significant other, like I can. I feel justified by lashing out when you shouldn't. That's just the cringiest. Like, that's not what you should do. Don't lash out. Yeah. Like, call them out for what they're saying, yeah. but, but don't physically assault somebody. Yeah. I, assault, I think that's yeah. a big thing. Assault's bad. Like, go to their Twitter. Mess them up on Twitter. <laughs> like, hack their, hack their Twitter and then post, like, a Google search the most embarrassing porn you can think of. Like, <laughs> make that their tweet and then just let, let the pull world Ted Cruz. The world take pull, care of itself. Pull a, a James Brown. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what you gotta do. Like hack their Twitter, get their password, post the most embarrassing porn shit you can, and just you just you won. Like, you know oh. Chris Rock would think that was funny though and would find a way to laugh that off. Or or what is it? Um uh, just create like catfish him and have a Ray Allen situation. I'm switching back and forth, or think about me switching back and forth. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, honestly, don't be that asshole that lashes out at people. No one likes that guy. Jail's not cool. No, don't go to prison. No, but yeah. Um, any other pop culture thoughts that y'all had? Um, I think I'm crystal clear. You're crystal clear, Christian. Any other thoughts? Uh, I guess first episode of Halo came out last week. Oh, Halo! Was, how is, how was it? Is it anything worthwhile? I mean, it was entertaining. It's definitely an interesting take on things. I was never really big into the video games, though. So there was probably a lot of Easter eggs and things that I didn't notice just because I never really played the games in depth, especially campaign. Um, but I really liked the overall story of like aliens trying to take over the universe, humans fighting back kind of thing. So it's Halo is obviously a great storyline for that. Uh, so it's definitely an interesting start. I, I'd say it's worth watching. It's definitely high quality, high budget. So it will be interesting to see where this goes. I think Halo is the perfect story to make it to the small screen as opposed to just being video games. So that's what I have to say about that. Okay, well, then I'll have to give it a watch. Maybe we can do a review once we've watched it more. I think I have a Paramount Plus account. I'll send it to you, Styre, so you can watch it too. Hey, my guy. <laughs> um... No, uh, it, my thought, or my other pop culture thought, I know Christian's seen this. I, I'm not sure about you, Ryan, but um, honestly, I am in love with the Showtime, uh, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty uh, series on HBO. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. It's incredible. It's phenomenal. It's so good. How, how, much, how many boobs are there? <laughs> are there more boobs or more basketball? Um... 
there are boobs, but it's not like Game of Thrones level boobs. Uh, that was I wanted, quite a bit. I wanted I Game mean, of I wanted Game of Thrones basketball. That's what I wanted. You don't watch it with your family. I'll, I'll say that. I wanted to see yeah. Magic Johnson getting sandwiched between two ladies as he like attempts three pointers. <laughs> um, you you can definitely see why whenever uh or why magic didn't necessarily want this out because it definitely ruins his i'm a family man reputation totally because that's not at all what's portrayed in this series and it's phenomenal okay well it's actually really funny too it is more like a comedy well it has uh what's his face from step brothers john c Riley. okay yeah he's great in that role too Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I'll give you know, I can maybe I'll live tweet that tonight. <laughs> um, what I will say, if you didn't, I'm not sure if you even know this, but whenever John C. Riley got the rights to make the series, um, he didn't include his longtime uh, best friend Will Ferrell in it, and Will Ferrell fucking ended their friendship over that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> for so- real? I guess it's not really that funny, but. I, I mean, like, <laughs> that's horrible. Well, I'm not sure if he ended their friendship, but like he got, he definitely was mad with him because he didn't include him because Will Ferrell was such a big like LA sports guy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So yeah, fun fact. We have big Lincoln Riley fan, Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh, you just needs to get over themselves. This is what yeah, it's like. They'll be, you, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, will they? They definitely will be fine. We'll find out. The sport will be okay if they aren't Christian. I know, but OU's never not fine. It's never been that way in the sports history. Just takes one bad coach. Takes one bad coach. Yeah, and they'll get right back on track if it's bad. I mean, that's what UT keeps telling themselves. Yeah, they don't have near the level of delusion that UT has. It's what Nebraska tells Because nobody does. Nebraska's in the I, middle I think, of a fucking cornfield. It's what it's what Clemson's oh, talking about oh, themselves. Oh, so Oklahoma's so much better than Nebraska then. Yeah, it is because you're two hours up the you're road. Two hours away from DFW. <laughs> Where is Lincoln, Nebraska anywhere near? There's nothing, nothing. you can tell me that to make me uh change my mind that uh Norman and Lincoln are any different. Nothing. Like right. the fact that your selling point is two and a half hours away is the greatest city on this earth does not. I didn't like, say that. I said a recruiting hotbed where your parents can go watch your games very easily. That's important to recruits. Do not care. Do not care. <laughs> <laughs> do not care in the slightest. <laughs> the, the Lincoln, Nebraska, and Norman, Oklahoma are two terrible places to go in my opinion yeah i'm not saying norman oklahoma is this great city but it is close by to where a lot of players parents live and can easily get the games which makes it a attractive spot for players right. to go the, play the, football. the greatest high school program that has ever walked this earth allen football you're right i didn't say that but dfw is the hotbed for high school football recruits you can ask joey mcguire you can ask anybody they'll all tell you the same thing and because of that, our Lord and Savior, uh, Joey McGuire, will bring us to victory. You're right. I, yeah. I am in love with him. Damn, Stars has been salty <laughs> recently. We brought up Coach K, and he's just been salty <laughs> ever since. Yeah. 
But anyways, so I do want to give a big shout out though to Tech Basketball. Uh, what a great season! Uh, we all enjoyed it. Um, uh, yeah, the season was one no matter what. Oh, 100 percent. In the end, we I'm happy for everybody, and what happens happens. Yeah, um, it was 100 percent a win. It, April this time last year when Chris Beard leaves the program and we all thought everything was lost and we just faded in the sunset to be a year later. We finished the season ranked higher than them. We swept them and we went further in the tournament. So, so yeah, it's an absolute win. So if you told me a year ago, this would be our result from the season. You're going to go to the sweet 16 and have nothing but looking up. In the future, to the future tournament champions, Duke. See, if that's yeah. a reason why you want to cheer for Duke, like, no, I'm, I want to cheer for Duke because I want to see bad. the pain in your eyes. I want to see the pain in your eyes as Coach K hopes, cuts that, that net, and you just look inside and you know Coach K may be the best basketball coach to ever yeah. walk this earth. If you're going to lose, you want to lose the best. We have lost Fuck to Kansas that. this year, too, so. Fuck so that. you can say the same thing about Kansas. But... Yeah. I mean, but yeah. if Duke wins this year, then three out of the last four national champions, Tech would have lost to them in the tournament. If that happens. And I'm not saying that's cool or not. It's just a weird stat, but. It's a good set to big, have. I'd rather yeah. lose the champion than lose to like big no one. Big ten stat of the day, right there. Yeah. Texas Tech has lost to three of the last four national champions. In the tournament. Most big yeah. yeah, most big ten stat I've ever fucking heard. Wow. I think Andrew needs to go. To, I think Styers needs to go to bed because he's getting pretty cranky. Need some blackberry white claws. Fuck yeah, I do. I need a sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Just for that, at your wedding, I will not make sure that you have food. And I will give you more <laughs> shots. That way you have to speak. Ah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we know he's going to do that anyways. Yeah, you're going to do that anyway. It's like, why is my burger wet? I don't know. That's crazy. It smells, it smells like moonshine. Oh, that's crazy, man. Let's eat it. <laughs> my pork slider tastes like a cream skull. What's going on? God damn it, guys. I can't. I won't be able to leave any shit around y'all. It's gonna be like uh, that one time whenever y'all just poured all your y'all's extra tequila into my shot. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, of course you don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, guys, y'all stay frosty. Stay cold and stay bold. All right, see you guys on the next one. Sacrifice